here and now. Annie Up Consultant presents Annie Up University, the college football podcast for betting. I'm your host, the meticulous Mark P, also host of What's the Line podcast, NFL. But this is college football. Um, if you know, um, I'm the guy who does not bet college football. I sort of lean on my uh, my guys, our friend from Rome and our friend from Paris to kind of help me out as I'm trying to get sharper. I bet, co- I bet college basketball and NFL, not really college football at all. So these guys are here to help me out. Uh, I did not hit my play last week of the um, Utah State plus the points. Um, disappointing, that's two weeks in a row that I did not hit. Um, and although my play is not a best bet, I'm meticulous Mark P, and I like to win regardless. So I'm going to sharpen up this week. It actually is an interesting play. But uh, shout out to our friend from Paris. As he went 2-0, he had the uh, Wisconsin team total under and the uh, Wisconsin-Notre um, Dame first half uh, under as well, 23 and a half. So shout out to him. He's doing his thing right now, uh, our friend from Paris. And we're not going to get too much into last week because this week's a new week. So let's get into it, my play. All right, here we go again. Um, I'm 0-2 for my last two guys, so I'm, I'm, I'm really need to get it together. I don't I don't like just, you know, not not – picking correct things so actually this one may sound like some deja fucking vu i am taking utah state once again plus the eight and a half points at home going against a 13th ranked byu if you heard last week's episode i also took utah state plus nine against boise state and i feel like i was just a week too early boise state really impressed me in that game it really showed some things um as far as like tears um in competition but we talk about this byu team um, I'm not sure that I'm really impressed, but let's start with Utah State. Once again, I talked about it last week. Uh, Blake Anderson, at this point, he's 25 and 17 against the spread as a home team. His, his teams are, um, I talked about his, you know, turnaround Arkansas State last uh, week. But Anderson, um, Blake Anderson, head coach of Utah State, has never lost at home um, after an outright loss at home. So he's never lost those back-to-back home games. Um, so I, I, I love getting on with him there. Um, and then. We've talked about the fourth quarters. They've outscored opponents 54 to 20, although I don't want to count on that. Um, let's talk about BYU, though. So, I, you know, Utah State, I got a good coach, got a good program. But let's talk about BYU. So BYU right now is 3-0 on a, on a football season, um, but they've been actually outgained in two of those three games. Um, and then we talk about BYU under their current coach. I, do, I, cannot, I don't want to botch his name, so I'm not even going to go there. But um, as, as favorites under their current head coach since 2016, they're 18 and 23 against the spread. And we know they've had the uh, Taysom Hills of the world, the Zach Wilsons. Um, but when we also talk about the fact, you know, just being road favorites, not, not just favorites now, we're talking about road favorites. Their last 12 games, BYU, 2 and 10 against the spread as road faves. So um, BYU is sort of, I know, Rome, you talk about this, but when the team is catching points and laying points, sort of a different feel, um, and this team is, when their land points, doesn't look like they're as good. BYU, 2-10 and 10 against the spread, last 12 as roll faves. And then what really got me is BYU, I mean, they've impressed so far beating, all, you know, these three Pac-12 teams. Um, but so, you know, they lost a lot last year. We know Zach Wilson, quarterback of the Jets. They also lost their leading wide receiver, Dax Millen, um, who almost had 1,200 receiving yards last season. And then they also lost seven of their top 10 tacklers, BYU did, from last year. Um, so I'm kind of off them. They're kind of high and mighty right now. Got to gotta travel 
um, to Utah State against a really good coach who I think is putting together a good program here. They're hungry, embarrassing loss last week at home against Boise State. Utah State did. So I'm going to back them in some double jeopardy here. Utah State plus the eight and a half against BYU. My guys, what do you think? Wah, wah. What it do? What it do? What's good to see you? Uh, looking at this game, I kind of have similar feels to what I did last week on on the when I came on the pod. Um, we, I talked about how I just wasn't in the rush to bet with Utah State, especially versus that uh, Boise State team, because I thought there was just a different level of competition. And then it it doesn't. The competition level was wasn't the same from Boise State going against two uh, Big Twelve teams that coming back on the road to play Utah State. So I just wanted to be kind of a a week late, and I think that's the same approach I have this week. Uh, although the score last week versus um, Boise State, uh, Utah State was much closer than twenty seven three final score with um with a prayer, but uh. I mean, the story, the story of the game for Utah State was just turnovers. They had no problem kind of moving the ball, but uh, couldn't sustain any drives in terms of scoring opportunities because of the turnovers. But uh, looking at this game a little bit closer, BYU's, BYU's offense has not been great. Yeah, so BYU's offense has not been great, and the defense has been pretty stout. I think they've held two straight Pac-12 teams under 20 points. I think they played Arizona last week. That was a pretty solid win. And the Utah State defense still scares me. Um, the North Dakota State throwing for eons of yards and the Air Force um, running all over them still didn't sit well with me. So with the, I think with the Utah State, the defense still looking vulnerable and the offense still being fake one-dimensional, I'll, I'll be a week late on the Utah State team because I just want to see more. And I'm not sure, um, it's similar to last week, that with BYU at the Pac-12, it's not just a competition. It's not just a notch above the Mountain West. So, although I'm not high on BYU, um, I'm also not high on Utah State. Um, I'll, I'll rather be a week late. I'll rather just take a week off um, like I did last week with them. Just watch them, see how the game kind of plays out, and look for some spots going forward in the year. All right, so that's our friend from Paris Fields. Looks like he is not with me on the Utah State. So let's hear from our friend from Rome. What's going on, P? Ready to go week five here for college football. Uh, to start off with your play, Utah State catching that nine and a half at home this week. I like it. Uh, last week, I kind of leaned with you, kind of had some hesitancy on that eight and a half. But at nine and a half, I'm going to keep my handicaps very concise and short this week. That's a line that simply doesn't cover on the road. That line, that line. Uh, says that uh, BYU is probably uh, 12 points better than this team on the neutral, maybe 11.5 points better, getting those three points for being at home, Utah State is. So it brings that line down just a little bit. Now you look at the team in BYU that we, uh, as you mentioned, you know, coming off a year that they lost a lot of guys. Their offensive line, you know, the age, average age on that offensive line was above 22 years old. That's old for college football. And then obviously Jack, Zach Wilson and his first receiving target. So a lot of new play, new guys in place on offense. And then you go to the defensive side, like you said, top seven leading tacklers last year are all gone. And this is a Utah State team that's hungry coming in with max motivation with the new first year head coach. So those guys are going to play hard all the way through three and one this year. And obviously last week gets their first loss. 
I'm looking for this Utah State team to answer the bell and show up uh, on Friday night. All right, looks like Rome has some agreement with me on the Friday night game, Utah State. Now, a little birdie tells me he has a best bet on another Friday game. Rome. Going to my handicap. It's also on Friday night. It's, it's another play on the line here. It's going to be Maryland catching three and a half at home against Iowa. I think if you look at these two teams, you conclude that these are two different teams trying to do two different things. That being Iowa trying to run the ball, control clock, and play good defense and field possession. Maryland's a team that, that relies, uh, you know, more strongly on the pass and more of a balanced attack. Uh, they, they definitely have a way to get points on the board, uh, that being Tua's little brother. He's been leading the way for about a year and a half now, and he's been pretty sharp. So Maryland's been able to find points. Iowa likes to keep the score low. I think this is going to be a game in which field possession and time of possession comes into factor. And I think at a line at three and a half, Maryland has a better chance than most think to cover or win this game outright at home uh, Friday night. So looking to play Maryland, I think it, it's more of a play on the offense and knowing that they can do more as opposed to what Spencer Petrus will be able to do in Iowa's offense. And I think Iowa's going to have to score some points here to keep up with Maryland. So if Maryland can score points, I think they're not in the chase, you know, as, as many Iowa opponents are where they're chasing points against a good defense and offense that can run the ball. I think Iowa's going to have to open it up. I think Maryland, you know, naturally can open it up. So give me the team that can move the ball better. I know Iowa's defense is sharp. I know they played Iowa State and won. And I know Maryland hasn't played too many, you know, strong opponents. But then you go back to their week one game against West Virginia. They're able to win that game. And this is the same West Virginia team that just went down to Norman, Oklahoma, and almost pulled that out. So looking to play Maryland here at home. I think they're underrated in this spot. Line's three and a half. Like it on the money line, like three and a half. All right. That's Rome's best bet. Our friend from Paris. Close it out, baby. 2-0 last week. What is your best bet? Uh, so quick recap of last week. You had two no-sweat winners there. So let's go back to the well and let's try to recreate the magic. The game I'm looking at this week is actually between Troy and South Carolina. Uh, looking at um at this game, Troy had an absolute stinker last week versus Louisiana Monroe. I'm not sure what happened. Maybe they were calling maybe a look-at spot, looking at the South Carolina game. Uh, the offense should be getting healthier. Um, we have a couple of key players coming back. The key matchup I'll be focusing on this game is the Troy defensive line versus the offensive line in South Carolina, who's very banged up right now. And I know the quarterback right now was dealing with oh, a, a couple of minor injuries as well. The South Carolina defense has been elite as well. Um, but I think we've been hitting this spot, um, I believe, we're 5-0 in this spot in the NFL. But uh, you look at the road dog coming off a bad loss with a modest low total on the board. Total in this game is sitting at 43.5. All systems point to taking Detroit with the points here because this game has a very has a make of a very ugly, competitive, low-scoring game. Similar to the Notre Dame-Wisconsin game last week where you can uh, take care of the kids, do some errands around the house, miss a couple possessions, grab something to eat. Um, and see a, uh, a game where possessions are very long, a lot of yards are gained, but not a lot of points are being scored. So this is kind of a fade of both offenses. I think you might be getting the better offense with the Troy side. So I'm taking the Troy plus six and a half, plus seven. I just grabbed the plus seven. I see both of them kind of hanging out there in the market. And I'm also going to go bets it well with taking the favorite on the under on the team total kind of correlating with the competitive game, ugly, low-scoring contest. So I'm going to take the South Carolina's team total under 27, minus 125. Looking to, re looking to recreate that matchup from last, last week. We've been hot so far in college football. Let's keep it going. Let's keep going to the money train. That's all, folks. Catch you all next week, each and every Friday. Anti up University, the college football podcast for betting. Go put in those bets right now.